now you see why I think we should wrap this up at this episode. What? What? Well, because now we don't have that much content to talk about. What do you mean wrap it up at the episode? Like this this will be our last episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's yeah. what I know that. No, I'm saying, yeah. We're yeah. like we're we're like literally in <laughs> in the episode. Yeah. And we have nothing to talk about. Yeah. Um Hi, and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. My name's Jose. I'm Richard. And we're your hosts for today. Uh, hi, Rick. Every day. I, yeah, every day. We're the host every, of your lives. In fact, we're watching you right now. Don't do that. That's weird, That's right? against the law. That's in your ears. Like, now you can't, un- you're looking around right now. You like, can't where, unsee it. Where are you? You can't un- hear it <laughs> or unsee it. Uh, looking around like, where are they? We're always What's there. going on? Watching you. You're wearing a blue shirt. So like every single person with a blue shirt, it's like what? He knew or you could have done like you're wearing a shirt. insert shirt color, <laughs> insert shirt color. <laughs> oh gosh, philosopher. Anyway, uh, <laughs> oh you'll hear about yeah. that soon. Yeah, that's a teaser. That's what we call a uh, foreshadowing. Um, so we're gonna start out today talking about a hotly, the amazing movie, hotly debated topic called Frozen Two, <laughs> the Frozening, the Frozening. So I remember when this movie, we saw the trailer, and I was, you know, I was kind of like, so, okay, first little backstory. I hate Disney Disney uh, sequels. I think they're all stupid. They're traditionally not good? Traditionally trash. Yes. Even the almost good ones, trash. Still not good. Like, well, Cars is a terrible series to begin with, to so begin let's with, not talk yes. about that. Toy Story is a very good example, actually. I love Toy Story. Toy Story 2? It's okay. Not a fan of any of them. Toy, not a, okay. Toy Story, <laughs> Toy Story 3, I liked a lot. Toy Story 4, didn't even want to watch. I it's, didn't watch. It's an even. It's an even split. Every time it's an even one. I, I never saw Toy Story uh, 2. Monsters, either. Inc. I uh, actually thought that was a little overhyped. But uh, Monsters, Inc. 2, Monsters University, which yeah. is a prequel, uh, garbage. Yeah, it wasn't. It, I mean, it's, it's, nope, it's the, trash. The kids like it. I don't yeah, care for kids, it. Kids are dumb. Uh <laughs> They have no, they have no art taste, no mu- movie taste, film. They're but film critics. Should one expect art? Yes, every time. Every anyway, time. <laughs> it's art. I mean, even if it's crappy art, yeah. right? I mean, art's subjective. Anyway, point yes. being is they came out with a sequel to Frozen. Frozen one expect high art. Now, Frozen was a good. Mo- I'm not. I'm ignoring you. Uh, Frozen <laughs> was a good movie. Um, the first Frozen, I thought it, the thing I liked about Frozen is the songs blended really well into what was going on. It made sense that they came out and they really. They really punched the scene. Agreed. Right? You know, they, 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 they heightened it. Okay? It was much more like a musical. Yes. Uh, very good, which is what it is. Yeah. So they made Frozen 2. So when we started, for, saw the first trailer, I was, was super hyped. It, I was, you know, I was, I was like, cool. Okay. I, you know, they're probably going to mess it up, but whatever. That's what I think about everything, actually, they make, period. So I'm a true. cynical person. <laughs> so it had the part where she's like, it had a bunch of like, I remember when the teaser came out, it was her trying to run up the water. The ocean, yeah. Yeah. And then there was all these cut scenes and all this stuff happening yeah. and crazy stuff. And so I think you said that she was training yes. her powers. Yes. Like uh, to be a superhero or yes. something like that, which is not actually far from the truth. Not at all. But she wasn't training her powers. No. Uh, but she was learning how to she, use she them. She did become a superhero. Spoiler if you haven't seen I mean, uh, she's Frozen 2. She, we're probably going to spoil the movie. This is basically the fifth element. What? This is basically the fifth element. <laughs> oh, she yeah. She becomes the fifth element. She becomes the fifth. Uh, 
Yeah, that's the fifth spirit. God, this movie is so stupid. <laughs> I can't help it. Like I wanted to like I was so I was recalling it to Julie, my yeah. wife, and my wife. And uh <laughs> that's a little Borat. Yes. Did anybody watch a Borat? No. Did anybody watch that show? Nope. Nope. Okay. Sasha nope. Sasha Baron Cohen? Nope. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Uh so I was telling uh Julie about because like I said, Are you ever gonna watch this movie? She's like, Yeah, like maybe I don't know, in the future sometime, you know, a long time. And and I said, well, let me just tell you what happened. And she's like, okay. So I I do I have these famous Jose movie recalls that I tell Julie because she does not watch as much movies as I do. Right. So I tell her all about the movies, and I do it in a dramatic fashion because I like to tell stories. So anyway, I, as I was telling her the story the story of this movie, I was like, this is dumb, super dumb. But see, you're you're implying bias into the the retelling of it. Nope, not at all. <laughs> nope. When I tell it, it's completely objective <laughs> objective telling of the story i'm just spilling out facts that happened in the right, movie right. and as i'm doing that i'm like this is dumb but are you saying that no no okay. not at all i'm doing it later um so anyway uh i did not like that obviously you if you haven't told yeah if you haven't figured it out by now i didn't really didn't like it. this movie um oddly enough i the songs in frozen 2 are amazing yes like way better than yeah. frozen one way better like i'm jamming them right now in fact in my spotify repeat they come up because i've listened to them so much and not just for my kids like i'm jamming them out at work and stuff and i get the looks and i don't care um the problem is is when they came up in the movie they were way out of place yes they just did not make it did not make sense there was a, it did not flow as well as the no. first one it was like a forced song like you're forcing a song in here for no reason i'm like because, like, have you ever watched a movie that is a musical, mm-hmm. but, like, they're forcing music into places that don't need music, yeah. and they're singing everything, and I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Probably Les Mis is like that. Anyway, <laughs> they sang everything in Les Mis, so. Well, so I feel I feel like they kind of shot themselves in the foot trying to recreate the magic of Let It Go. The magic. Of, of like, trying to, like, you know, Let It Go became that one song. It was an anthem, man. Every single girl sang. Do you think... All the girls are singing Into the Unknown? No, I don't think so. Because, uh, honestly, that is that is my least favorite song yeah. out of the entire movie. Yes. Well, that and, and, uh, and what's his name song? What? Yeah, I don't like it. Um, Christoph's song? No, no, Christoph's song is amazing. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a that's a song that, like, that does, like I, don't even, power yeah, I don't even realize it's, yeah. in a, it's in a movie. Forget yeah. that. It was just a good song. No, no, no. Um, uh, the little uh, snowman guy. Yeah, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. I liked yeah. it. summer was good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. summer was really good. This yeah. one was kind of like. So I really think they were trying to find a way to recreate that. This, in, but instead of like focusing on just one song and being like, okay, this is going to be our song, right? Like if they had done that with Into the Great Unknown or whatever Kristoff song is, you can't called, even remember the name. It's Into the Unknown. See, whatever, Into the Great Unknown, whatever, trash. It. They tried to make all of them really great. And they did. Yeah. They succeeded in making most of them really great. But, but they it, but they don't have one that just stands out across. No. You but they have to make the other ones not as good. Right. And they were all amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Even that song at the end that Anna's singing when uh she thinks that Elsa's dead, basically, because Yes. Um what's this stupid 
snowman's name. I can't Olaf. remember. Else Olaf. Because Olaf dies. Yeah. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Olaf <laughs> dies. Not really though. Um, she starts singing that really sad song. Yeah, the little lullaby. Man, her mom sing. No, no, no. She's singing the um, the next the next big. Th- she can't remember this. Well, I'm telling I saw you, the, I, I listen. This exactly. Here's the deal. I listen to these songs all the time. Yeah. And the cool thing is when you listen to these songs in order, it tells you the movie, which right. is really good, which is what they should do. Yeah. But the movie's trash. So, um, the end of, end of the song when she's singing that uh, she's like talking about how depressed she is at this moment, her lowest yeah. point. And my kids do not like it because it's so sad. Yeah. That's a good song when it makes you depressed. When you feel the emotion from the song, you know, yeah, and you could feel Kristen Bell's emotion from that song. Yeah. Um, so again, the music is phenomenal. The movie is dumb, Rick. I thought, um, I thought there was more parts that I could cling cling to in this movie, like Olaf's retelling of Frozen One. That was great. Was was pretty good. That was pretty solid. Um, I I enjoyed seeing um, Anna's growth into who did she, she, I did. did. She grow? I did. did I, she I think know? she did. I think she did, and um, and I was glad that Kristoff didn't have to like rush in to be the hero at the end of the day because he kind of did that, and he he was trying to do that in the first movie, and didn't really succeed because she still got frozen. Yeah, right. Spoiler alert. Um, and in the <laughs> second movie, their relationship evolved to where when he did finally catch back up to her, it wasn't like, "How do I take this over?" His question was, "What do you need me to do?" Yeah, right. And so there was an evolution to their relationship and and how they progressed as a couple um, because there was obviously a lot of tension between those two characters throughout the entire movie, right? They weren't on the same page. Yeah, but I I don't know if she progressed from anything. She's so annoying. But she she realized that she had the ability to do the things that she needed to do without worrying about her sister. Yeah, I guess. Without needing the approval of her sister. So whiny in this movie because the entire time even like the whole the whole first movie is based on her getting the approval of her sister to marry hans yeah but you you would think okay well here's okay then that makes it even worse right it does because shouldn't she have learned her lesson from the first movie people don't work that fast i'm i'm just saying she did the same thing it, it was like repetitious for me and i was like she has not grown as a character whereas um i also think that elsa didn't grow as a character either well i mean she became captain planet but i mean she didn't grow like she's still like i don't belong here eh. it's the same thing like you don't oh just grow up and get over it i uh, think i no, feel no, like no, the no. only person i feel like the only person that had any growth in this movie was Kristoff. Okay. <laughs> elsa didn't and maybe uh, elsa Sven. still didn't feel like she be- she didn't belong there but, but she, she became okay, okay with it yeah but then she ran off and left because, her sister again because she was okay with and it continue leaving her and sister. her sister realized that she is just as much of a princess that could be queen as much as her as Elsa was. Uh, they both grew. They both grew. And you're only making that noise because no, you realize no, not I'm at right. all. No, they didn't grow. They did. They didn't. Christoph was the only one that grew. And Olaf. What about he, Sven? he was reborn. Sven also grew. <laughs> he grew. <laughs> he was talking in this movie and singing. So. Yes, he was. Yeah, so that yeah, was he grew. Great. He grew a lot. That was that was honestly like the best song. And it still is like one of the best songs yeah. in the in the movie. Yeah. Um so yeah, so go see Frozen. Too. I enjoyed it. I uh, didn't have uh, look. Here's the deal: your kids are gonna like it. You'll probably like it. I didn't like it because that was a dumb premise for a movie. Um, because here's the thing: like, okay, so here are my problems with Frozen Two. You ready? <laughs> First off, uh, 
I don't understand the whole spirit thing. It makes no sense to me. The fire spirit's a little salamander who is sometimes on fire and sometimes isn't. And is he in bottom? How is he doing all this other stuff? And then sometimes it feels like they're disconnected. Like it seems like he's the spirit that's doing everything, but he's not. I think he's possessed. Uh, you think he's possessed by the spirit? He's in fire. Okay, cool. <laughs> the wind is like just wind. And you mean Gale? Yeah, whatever. The wind is just wind, okay? Yeah. And it's like there's some leaves that rustle, and I'm like, you couldn't have done anything yeah. else, guys. Seriously. And then there's a horse uh, for the yeah. water spirit. Yeah. Uh, what? That doesn't make any sense. And then what is what sea actually? Horse, what actually is Elsa then? She's she, like all the spirits. She's the fifth element. She, but what element? What does she do? She's the she's controlling. Fifth she's controlling ice, which is water. That no, doesn't make any has, sense. Now she has control over all of them. No, no, she never once no, she did. Her have control. At the end, she of could it. tame. She could. It's different. She could tame. So taming is not control. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, it's not like she can. I didn't make. I didn't see her ever make fire appear. I I would understand if she can manipulate all the Fine. elements. I will concede. Okay. Thank you. And the rock see. and the earth, nothing. The, nothing the, happened with the them. Earth, they didn't even get tamed. She didn't even tame them. Did you realize that? The earth that? ones were a little underused. They, well, they were they were used to destroy the thing. And I get why they did that. To, to, you know, you needed it. It yeah. makes sense in the story. But, like, shouldn't she have been able to tame them too? Yeah. No. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I thought Elsa was all powerful. Anyway. I did like the message. Honestly, and oddly enough, I liked the message more of this movie than the other movie yeah. a little bit. Because it was, I mean... I don't know what the message was, but it was probably better. <laughs> Everybody had their own different message. There wasn't like a central core. I mean, there was, I guess, like just find it within yourself. and Yeah, you everyone has their own, own little story. I think there's enough of a message spread out through all the characters that like depending on like wh- who you latch on to, you're going to get something out of it. But uh, I will tell you this, the Frozen series, super dark. Yeah. Super dark. Yeah. There's a dude trying to commit, like, he's trying to marry Anna in the first one. Yeah. Trying to marry Anna so that he could kill her, Anna. kill her sister. Is that Anna? Yeah. Anna, Anna. I'm from Texas. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> kill her so that he could become the king. Their parents die. Within the Their first... parents die. I and mean, all this tragedy happened. Yeah. This, so this <laughs> not as bad. But, like, this dude has a really malicious, like, he's, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, actually, if you think about it, because I watched Tangled again. Yeah. That lady's evil too, like oh, super evil, 100%. like very crazy yeah. evil. And I'm like, this is terrible. I don't like this at all. Tingle's I guess Scar's thing. evil too. They're like really evil they're people. All evil. I know that they're villains. Okay, like this may seem like people are like, duh, Jose, you're an idiot. But like for a kid's movie, they're like super evil. But yeah. I guess they have to be super. They Even can't be Toy ambiguous. Story. They can't be ambiguous evil yeah. because that would not be good for kids. Well, it becomes a metaphor, right? Like, and kids don't understand metaphors. Yeah. Well, I, or if someone's just like. Like villains, the villains I like are not evil villains. They are flawed, conflicted characters right. who aren't really bad or good. It's just they're just themselves and they, they choose the wrong things. Yeah. But in Disney movies, they're just straight up like terrible people. Yep. And I guess that makes sense because you need a villain. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then also in this one, they uh, there really isn't a bad, a bad person um, except Elsa's grandfather. <laughs> Elsa yeah. and his grandfather. Yeah. What a terrible person. Yeah. He's terrible. He is. He built a dam to drain them of their natural resources yeah. to weaken them so that he could slaughter them mm-hmm. because he didn't like magic. I mean, no one in modern times would ever do anything like that. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, go see go see Frozen. Hey, we didn't tell you how you could reach us because we just kind of jumped in. Um, you could email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You could shoot us a Facebook in the face at facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid you can find us on instagram at it's going to get stupid 
Uh, you do some other stuff too. <laughs> you can call us at two eight one six nine eight seven five three eight. Um. Anyway. <laughs> so let, we're gonna do it a little different. We're gonna jump. Oh no, it's not different. We're gonna no, do the same thing. Yeah. Good. Last last movie we watched. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Nah, you can go first. So I actually, there's two last movies that I watched. Go for it. Recently. There's three actually, but the third one's a bonus. Is there three? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking. Maybe it's only two. Maybe you're only going to talk only about two. two. Okay. I think sorry. it's only two. Um, yeah, I'm only going to talk about two. Okay. So gotcha. Uh, the, the first Second one one's a bonus. Early, earlier that I watched this week was 1917, a war movie directed by Sam Mendes, um, who is dedicated to his grandfather, who was in the First World War. Oh, wow. Um, really? Yeah. So it takes place during World War One. It follows the story you of... Know, the war we don't care about. <laughs> otherwise known as the Great War um not really uh it follows the story of i can't remember their names but um <laughs> these two soldiers Brandon Stimpy. <laughs> yes uh fo- follows the story of these two uh soldiers uh one of them happens to have a brother in a in a another division that is about to attack the german military less than mine because they think the uh germans have uh retreated they're actually um at- like marching into a trap and so um the two soldiers that it follows they tasked them with making it um to the other division the other obviously other across enemy lines yeah definitely like they have to cross a no man's land they have to you know totally. do all these things you mean that place where wonder woman jumped down yeah and, okay it, cool it, she didn't show up oh man that would have <laughs> helped out probably would that made a movie a little quicker <laughs> no it moved pretty no. fast okay good uh so the, the movie is uh right over two hours long uh, or right at two hours long and it spans about mm, maybe like eight hours worth of time um but they're tasked to basically deliver a letter um to the other like the other general uh, to have him stop the attack because they're going to go straight into a trap um, that the Germans have set out. And so um, one of the soldiers that is a main character, his brother happens to be a lieutenant in the other, other group. So they're like, you have a brother there, you're good with maps, go and, and deliver this message. Otherwise your brother and 16,000 other soldiers are going to die. Dang. Um, and so, it follows that story. I'm not going to give anything away because I really do think people should go see this movie. Um, it is not your typical war film. It is definitely more on the artistic side of, of things. Um, I would liken it more to Dunkirk than Save It Private Ryan um, because it's it's more focused on the story instead of just like a bunch of shooting that happens. And Save It Private Ryan has a story, but there's some pretty intense... I don't feel intense, like you have... It has a story. There's some pretty intense battles it's got a great story. in that, right? Yes. Um, not as many intense battles it's more about the dialogue talking yes yeah, lot, lots of uh uh what do you call it uh wide uh landscape shots yes. with them walking around and it's, it's great this sounds amazing but it's also edited to where it looks like one continuous shot oh wow like there's only one part where it breaks intentionally um and it's an obvious like okay that totally makes sense but there's basically two shots in the entire movie there's one prior to that break and then one shot after not in reality i mean they they did some camera trickery to do it and i watched some behind the scenes and it's done really really but it makes well. it look like it's one it shot. makes it look like it's like yeah it's it's one shot before and one shot after that's pretty cool um and there's a couple of times where you can kind of see like okay like that would make sense where they would add a cut in there but it's blended like near seamless um and it really keeps you engaged yeah it. no definitely without the without the cutting right yeah but that probably makes it more intense. It does, as well, even if there's not it a does. lot of action going well, on. Well, there's a couple of there's a couple of scenes where um, 
they're being chased and it's still one continuous shot like you, the cameras will like if you were running at me like the camera would be on you and then as you would as it would need to it would move around you and you would continue running in that direction you know things like that it was just done really well and it was it was um the story was good the only thing that i would say that could have been better is the music like mm-hmm. it's not bad it was like zydeco but there was a, there was a yes. <laughs> it was zydeco <laughs> Yeah, it was circus. It was uh, actually all done by Green Day. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> I wanna be a nineteen seventeen idiot. Um, I like Green Day, but you know, uh, I was gonna say something that would make me sound super contrarian, but I'm not going to contrarian. Anyways, it was done really well. I think the music, the score, could have been done a little bit better. Who did the score? Do you know? I don't who did know. The score? Okay. Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, where I like Dunkirk better is because. They, Christopher Nolan's a genius. Christopher Nolan's a genius. I can't remember. I, I don't know why I'm blanking on the guy that did the music because he's really Hans well-known. Zimmer. Yes, <laughs> that's all you got to know. <laughs> yeah. His name's not even Hans Zimmer anymore. It's <laughs> well, in in Dunkirk, he uses the shepherd tone to really build the score mm-hmm. around it, and that's amazing. Like the shepherd tone is like Dude, a whole thing upon itself. Legitimately, other than Frozen Two, yeah. I also have the soundtrack to Inception yeah. because it's amazing. It is. Uh, on on yeah. repeat too, and Julie hates it. She yeah. hates it. She's like, "Why are you listening to that? It makes me feel nervous." I'm like, "That's the point. Yeah, it's supposed to make your heart beat." And then it comes anyway. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I'll get all choked up. Anyways, nineteen seventeen is great. Cool. It is a uh, I would consider it a work of art. It's done really well. The acting in it is is in it. It's good. Uh, apparently, um, one of the main guys is from Game of Thrones. He was the kid that committed suicide, jumped out of the building, jumped out of the castle. Tommen. Sure. Yeah. King Tommen. And I don't know his name. His brother was also in Game of Thrones. I think cool. he was a Lannister. That's great. I don't know. Who cares? Right? I, I'd never watched the show. Yeah. It's so. like Game of what? Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is in it. What? For, for like. Bandersnatch Whoopie <laughs> Stew? Yeah. I don't know. His He's name. in it uh, for a bit. Um, <laughs> He's really good. Anyways, go see it. Should I go into the next movie, or do you want to? No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, so that's a bonus. It's so, a bonus. what was the last movie you saw? So, I the last movie I saw was like Frozen Two, honestly. <laughs> and we'll get to why in a yeah. little bit. But um, I did watch um, the last show I watched before this was Ozark. Oh, okay. On uh, on Netflix. Yeah. So a lot of comparisons to um, Breaking Bad. Okay. Right, because yeah. it's similar. So the breakdown is there's this guy named Marty Bird. Played His name's by, not Ozark? Nope. Marty Ozarks. Marty oh, hey, it's Marty Ozarks. No. Uh, I kind of sound like Watto for a little bit, right? <laughs> hey, Annie. Anyway, uh, oh, that's so racist. Uh, <laughs> way to go, George <laughs> Lucas. Um, <laughs> Marty Bird played by... Um, God, man, what's his name? I can't remember the dude's name now. Um, I don't like him. You don't like him? No. You don't like... What's um, his name? I don't have any device. I can't even look anything up. I'll look, look it up. up. So... Um, he plays a lawn money launderer. Justin Bateman. Justin Bateman. Don't J- care Jason, for him. Jason. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. So he plays a money launderer, yes. right? And he pl- he is Jason Bateman in this movie. So if you don't, I mean, the show. If you don't like him, it might throw you off a bit. But he he does a really good job. The only thing show. I like him in is um, the Disney movie where they're the animals. Zootopia. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, what other movie have you seen him in? Can't even you can't even know. He's just like every time I see his face, I want to punch him. Basically, uh, I throw no, out a DVD player. Every I, time. It's it's a it's okay. First off, the show is really good. Yeah, is really good. Um, not as good as Breaking Bad. Okay, but then again, there's only I've only seen one season, so okay. 
There's another season. I think there's three seasons. Yeah. I don't even know how many seasons. The first season of Breaking Bad yeah. is not its best. Not at all. But this was really good. This yeah. was honestly this first season of Ozarks was like the third season of Breaking Bad. Okay. So it yeah. was really good quality and out the gate. So that's promising. Yeah. Because the first season is really good. Yes. And I'm like, man. So and it reminded me a lot about. It. So he plays a money launderer who. Um, is working with the uh, cartel mm-hmm. and try not to give too much away, but a situation arises where he has to move his family to the, he's doing it in Chicago. He has to move his family to the Ozarks to continue working for the cartel there. And he's kind of like under the gun because they think he stole money and he's trying to make them more money. So he has to launder like $8 million in, uh, in like three months Okay, in the Ozarks. And he, basically made up this scheme to save his life and he's trying to make it work together there with his wife who knows about the business but recently has like cheated on him so now they're strained okay yeah and the kids kind of don't know either and so they're moving and they have to move right away and start this life and he has to find these businesses so it's really cool and there's some really cool characters in there that come in like the local criminal dummy redneck people that are there not i mean this is a, a actual family called the langmores and so he starts buying up properties and he's trying to get this stuff. And he comes into some confrontation with like um, a heroin producer in okay. the area. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And they're, they're insane, yeah. by the way. Uh, and then like, you know, he's still got to deal with the, Mex- the cartel and yeah. he's got to deal with like the local enforcement. It's really cool stuff. And it's just, it's like every time he's doing something or he gets somewhere, something happens, he's like got to scramble. But it's a really, just a really good show. And it has that same, it has that same yeah. kind of vibe where they're writing themselves into a, into a yeah. corner and he's trying to get out every time. Yeah. And, and, but the only thing's different is like, he, he didn't necessarily start out as a good guy that's doing Bad. At least I don't see that he goes and yeah, does yeah, bad yeah. things. He's kind of just—he was already a bad. Guy. He's kind of just a bad guy anyway, even though he thinks he's a good guy, yeah. you know. So he's at that point where where uh, Heisenberg is kind of in the middle. Yeah, you know, it's the so same season, level. Season three is exactly. Yeah. So it's that same. So if you like season three of Breaking Bad, yeah, you'll like the Ozarks. It's really cool. Really good acting done by I can't remember who played his wife in the, in this show, but it's really obviously good show. Like Jason Bateman because he's Jason like Bateman's playing that. Jason Bateman's wife yeah. as well. He's actually every character. <laughs> Fantastic. He's actually every character. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna cancel Netflix uh, <laughs> because they produce this. <laughs> and so it, I mean, it's been a critical like they've people have loved this show. Yeah. And have told me about it for years. Yeah, heard, it's I've been out for a while. Um, so if you're on the fence about watching Ozark, I would watch it. It's really good. Um, it's just got some really awesome set pieces and, 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 uh, some, some, just some events that happen in there that are pretty, not brutal, but just like, man, ouch, you know, Jose says get off the fence. Yeah. Get off the fence and watch the show. Yeah. Now do it right now. Shut the podcast off and go watch Ozark or you could actually watch it at the same time. That's fine. That's fine. Let's watch it together. I'll choose some popcorn. So the last bonus the, the extra movie, bonus movie, bo- 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 bonus. Uh, I also saw the report, uh, which That's is an not Amazon the original. That is not the re- that is not uh, the movie I want to talk about. Uh, that was also really good um, and really interesting. Go watch it. Really dark. Don't it, watch it in front of your kids. It was about the empire condoning torture, basically. Anyways, um, the movie I watched, which I don't exactly remember how I stumbled upon the trailer for this. I believe it was on the the Twitters. Um, but it was the great movie, the cinematic masterpiece called The Velocipaster. You heard that right, everybody. The Velocipaster. 
And so um, I just want to give you some facts here. <laughs> Please. The director's name was Brendan Steer. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, he made this fake trailer for the Velocipaster during his uh, film school. And it got out and it went a bit viral. So it decided to make a movie. Smart. That's what I would it, do. It was a, it was a grindhousey thing, right? Like where you know grindhouse. Was oh, so this, it was like it was like it was a project he had for yeah, school, yeah. like make a grindhouse trailer. So right, he did that exactly. So and now it's a movie. Grindhouse were these like over the top, absurd trailers. They were kind of horror action kind of things that never saw the light of day, but they were all, they were just trailers, right? And they would usually follow up a a different kind of grindhouse movie, um, but a lot of these movies were never made. And so this was the kind of project that he was doing. And then got enough buzz about it, actually decided to make the movie. The budget was $35,000. Nice. And it looks every bit of $35,000. Um, he uh, he took some of the film and would, in order to get some sort of grainy effect on it, would actually run it across his, his room in order to like damage it a little bit. Um, different things like that. So I'm going to read the premise. I like how he filmed it on film. Yeah. As well. After losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. Although he is horrified by the new power, a hooker convinces him to use his to use it to fight crime. And that is every bit as accurate. <laughs> like you're thinking like, oh, you know, maybe you know they're hiding some No, that's basically it. Oh, also and ninjas. And ninjas. That is also like that's the last sentence of the description. And ninjas. And ninjas. Fight crime in ninjas. Um. Anyways, this guy is not a pastor, nor is he a velociraptor. He is a <laughs> priest. priest. He turns a that turns into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. But Tyrannosaurus priest doesn't. I guess doesn't or work Priestosaurus Rex. I don't know. Priestosaurus Rex. I feel dude, like dude. He missed out. <laughs> he okay, that would have been he good, did. right? Uh. Anyways, it <laughs> Priestosaurus. We should totally make. Priestosaurus Rex. <laughs> we should. And uh, have a pastor. Let me just, let me and just have a velociraptor. As a let me pastor. just give you an inkling the the opening scene. So this guy, I can't remember his name right now. The main character, he's he's a priest. He's you're they're introducing him into it and he's talking about how great his life is and he walks out of out of the church that he's that he's working at and he sees his parents and it cuts to him waving to his parents and then his parents standing in front of like an old like 1980s car. Right, like waving back at him. And then all of a sudden you just hear an explosion. Off screen. Off screen. And then it cuts back to where his parents would be standing in front of their car. And it just says VFX colon insert insert clip of car on fire. And then it cuts back to him. And he's like, <laughs> no, mom, dad, no. That, that's as, like, that's, that's what this movie's about. Like it is completely insane. So, because of the loss of his parents, his his priest, the one that's actually over the the entire church um, that he's working at, tells him to go seek God where God would not go. Right, and apparently that's China. Sounds about right. Which also which also just happens to be a park in Pennsylvania. It was it was a park. It, yeah, it was filmed in Pennsylvania. Mm. And so, as he's in China, which when they cut to him in China, it just says China in front of it while he's walking through the woods and he's like this is china he sees this woman running for her life um and then she gets shot by a bow and arrow by another ninja oh a ninja and but she has this this like dinosaur tooth in her hand 
And so as he as she's dying, she gives it to him and tell in in Chinese is telling him to destroy it. But <laughs> her last words in perfect English are "Dragon Warrior." <laughs> and so she so, wait, so she's speaking Chinese. Yes, and there's subtitles. Yes, and then she just says "Dragon, Dragon Warrior. Warrior." Yeah, and so as he grabs the two. He sees what does that even mean? How is it? He's a dragon now. And so he grabs the tooth, and then this other ninja shoots an arrow at him, and he kind of backs up. And as he backs up into the woods, the tooth cuts his hand. And so whenever he gets angry now, he turns into a T Rex. Where did he learn kung fu? Oh, don't know. No he just idea. knows it. He just knows it. Yeah, yeah. And if you watch the trailer, which we'll put in the show notes. Um, his prostitute girlfriend also knows Kung Fu. Yeah. There's no explanation of why she knows Kung Fu. <laughs> the scene that I, because Rick had me watch the trailer before we got on the air and I'm watching this and they're laying in bed together and then ninjas pop into the room and they both jump up and start fighting the ninjas in yeah. their underwear. And I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. Why do they both know karate? It's not vulgar. No, no, it's not. It it's was not d- vulgar at all. Not, it, the way I described it is not what you think it is. Yeah. It was just kind of like, what? why are they fighting? I'm confused. Yeah. It, none of it makes sense. Yeah, none of it makes sense. None of it made sense. Th- either. There's there's parts where I like uh, there's parts where the main character will like tear somebody's head off, and instead of it being like any sort of CG, it's literally a mannequin's head that he'll be holding in his hands. But my favorite was while I was watching the trailer was there's a guy that goes in the confession booth. Yeah, and he's like it's like uh, he's a priest at this point, and he says, you know, when's the last time you confessed, my son? And he's like, it's been a while. And he's like, I deal drugs, I do drugs, and I, I kill, kill people. people. Yeah. And then like a velociraptor, a, a, a dinosaur hand comes flying through and scrapes. His- I'm like, what is going? Why? And there's a large part of the movie where like he's like mid transformation, so it's just him with like really cheap makeup on, with with velociraptor gloves on his hands, walking around like he's Gollum. Um, but the best part is the costume. The costume when he's fully transformed is literally like, it's just a man in a T-Rex costume. Like not the inflatable ones, but like just like a rubber. Yeah. Like it looks, it looks bad. I mean, I saw the the trailer, but it looks bad. I haven't seen it full. I'm never going to watch this. All, all the, um, all the other costumes, like all the priests when they're dressed up, they're definitely like from party city because they have the ties in the back. Like you know, like if you if you wanted to dress up as a priest for Halloween, wow. you would just put it on and just do the little knot in yeah. the back. At one point, when he leaves the church for good, uh, he actually unties it from the back. No, he does not. He, he does. just lets it fall off. <laughs> what is good? This I we should make priest source Rex. Definitely. Um, anyways, thirty five thousand. You know, and Jose asked me, he was like, why do you even like this movie? Because I don't like comedy. Yeah, Rick I, likes this movie, by the way. I don't really care for comedies. Rick Rick told me one time, I hate stupid comedies. Yes. Like Talladega Nights. Yeah. Step and Brothers. Anchorman. Anchorman. Apparently stupid Will Ferrell. Yeah, he just uh, doesn't like Will Ferrell, actually. And, and, and I've come to the conclusion that I don't like exaggerated reality. Where it's like, you know, it, these could be real situations. Um, and they're just like their caricatures of exaggerations of how these things get played out this is absurd there's like there's no reality to this it's just pure absurdity and for me like that hit like a special spot um where i genuinely enjoyed i mean i was laughing out loud wow Um, this is a new sorry (laughs) y'all sorry this had to happen anyways it's on amazon prime if you you have amazon prime you can watch it for free um or you could do something better with your time. It's, Just saying. I Just watch say the trailer and go I want to say it's 105 minutes. Oh, my gosh. That's too long. Why? 
but it's worth every single. No, minute. it's not worth it. Really, it all. Is. don't tell. Surprisingly, me that. there's some like decent like punk music. Nope, like kind of pop nope. punk music in there. Don't surprisingly um, nothing. This movie is trash. I genuinely go it. watch Frozen Two instead. I'm gonna say go watch the Velocipaster. It's better than Frozen he's Two. N- he's neither a Velociraptor nor, nor a, a pastor. pastor. It's not what you expect, but it's also everything you expect. Yes. By that title. Oh, and the best part is like when you watch the trailer is the the odd Italian accent guy that's yeah, that's overdubbing like, the trailer. Pastor. Like he's just in the car and he's like the Velocipasta. <laughs> Anyways, it's great. I think he's Australian. Uh, whatever. But Who it's cares? an accent. But it's not an Australian film. So yeah. I don't know why. Like it's yeah. really weird. It's all weird. It's great. It was. Yeah. It was great. Uh, would be the uh, adjective I give it. It was really enjoyable. Uh, it was enjoyably absurd. Cool. I'd if you ever it. happen to watch Velocipaster and want to write an angry letter, <laughs> you can email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail dot com, or you can tweet us at IGTGS show, or you can uh, write an angry die tribe on die Facebook, Facebook dot com slash it's going to get stupid. That's all people do on Facebook, anyways. Yep. Uh, you can snap a, a selfie of you watching the Velocipaster and post it on Instagram and tag us at It's Going to Get Stupid. There's also a phone number. There is 281-698-7538. Okay. So, dun, dun, dun. Here's, here's breaking the, news. Breaking news. Um, I don't, don't like to get too long-winded about this. Uh, this is going to be our last episode. Um, Maybe we'll come back in the future. I don't know. No one knows what's going to happen. This is going to be our last episode for a very, very long time. Um, yes. Long story short, uh, I, I I don't think we make a secret about our uh, our faith beliefs. and our beliefs, but I have been led my family to rid ourselves of internet and media consumption, so doesn't really work well for a pop culture podcast to not watch anything when one of ever. our segments is yeah what was like, the last thing, thing you watched? watched so i already struggled hardcore to find something i watch now yeah because uh, i don't watch any, i haven't watched anything in like two weeks yeah. and i've watched i've been watching less movies anyway yeah so it's the journey my family's on right now we've got rid of the internet we are limiting like i have like a couple apps on my phone that do any that don't come stock yeah. on the phone so i really can't do anything on my phone either so i'm not looking at youtube or looking at funny stuff so me and rick just made the decision like hey this is it's not we're not going to give you quality stuff it was going to be it was going to be hard to um have a, a decent conversation every week about the stuff that you know we're experiencing pop culture when only one of us is yeah. still doing that well, and we really really care about everybody that listens to the show yeah. um i know it's not like the biggest following in the world, but we really care about, uh, yeah, you know, our we appreciate fans everyone and, that took yeah. time to listen to us. Yeah. Two idiots. Talk and, about, and things. we don't, we didn't want to give you something that was forced or just trying to come up with stuff. So we felt the best to just end it on our 76th episode. 75th, 70, 75th. Yeah. Oh, this is our 75th episode. This is 75. Oh, I don't count zero. No, this no, is that's counting zero. Th- no, this is 75 without counting zero. Yeah. Don't count zero yeah. ever. That's why I said 76. <laughs> don't ever count zero. So with our 75th episode, um, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen in the future other than Rick and I have ideas yeah. about other, not, we're not, we're not, not podcasting. We're not giving it up. We're just not going to do a pop culture podcast yeah. anymore. Um, so, you know, be on the lookout. Like I said, still, we got the Facebook, we have twi- Twitter and email, like email all those same places for right now. If you have any questions or want to get updates on what's going to come down the pipe, I think we have some really cool, interesting stuff that are going to, it's going to be super creative. Um, and we're excited to work, get to work on that because yep. we're still going to be working on those things. Um, but I just 
want to say for me, I've loved every single episode, every minute. We've talked about stupid stuff and some important things and loved hearing the feedback and uh, just some of the notes and messages of people that, you know, brought a smile to people's faces. Yep. Uh, that's really all we were trying to do is just come in a room and have make jokes and some fun. argue with each other about dumb stuff like Frozen 2. That just doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, so, but you know, thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much for for me. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. And uh, I really appreciate everybody's uh, support. Yeah. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all giving us uh, your ears for anywhere from 30 to hour and hour and a half sometimes. And uh, just, uh, you know, it probably won't be the last time you hear from us. Um, maybe, uh, maybe it'll be silent for a while on this podcast. Um, but we'll, we're definitely gonna be working on some other stuff. So yeah. you, you can't, Completely get rid of us. Nope. You can't just rid yet. yourself of us at all, ever. Yeah. We're going to go on forever. Just not with just this not podcast. Here. Yeah, just <laughs> not here. Anyway, um, that's all I have for today. Uh, signing out. That's so dumb. I'm not going to. Why would I do that? I've never done that <laughs> in my life. Good night. And good so, luck. Yeah, good night and good luck. Sign <laughs> up for the last time. Q-Man, rock solid. No, just, uh, hey, keep, keep an eye on the future. And uh, thanks for all your support. And, uh, yeah, just let us know. I mean, honestly... Here, I'm going to shameless plug thing, man. So honestly, if you guys are listening to this and there was a moment or something you really just really enjoyed about the podcast, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, and and also... I wouldn't. <laughs> honestly, if there's something you didn't like or you think we should change or some tips or whatever it is, send us that too. I like I like feedback. I definitely don't want to hear that. <laughs> send it to... Send it to his, I will look at it first and then I'll like filter it for Rick. But I mean, I just liked, I like to hear how people enjoy things because i enjoy stuff and i make a note of it when i do so anyway that would be that would be the only anything ask for me Rick does, except frozen 2 apparently in velocipaster <laughs> like really really a movie of velocipaster anyway we've had a lot of fun thank y'all so much uh catch you on the flips <laughs> i can't i can't help it i can't help it vegas i'm like it's like when somebody's dying and they're like they, they won't die in the movie like, <laughs> you're like please die already what are you doing yeah now i'm dead Bye.